today. The federal government wants to use your tax money to transport women to abortion havens. The border crisis continues as at least 50 illegal immigrants were found dead in a semi-truck. And Ghislaine Maxwell is sentenced to 20 years in prison for sex trafficking. We've got all of that and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, back today with the dynamic duo. We've got uh, Blaze TV contributors, both Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake, and Yaku Buyans, host of The Bottom Line. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Um, yeah. And I know we're going to get into this later, but I thought, wow, the timing couldn't have been more perfect that, uh, Yaku, you are here on the day of Ghislaine Maxwell's sentencing. Yeah. So no, that'll be a lot uh, to get into later. Happy to be here to be able to talk about it on your show. Uh, which is always the best for me. Appreciate it. it here. And thanks for adding it. So yeah, such short notice. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Of course, that's what we do with mm, the right. news. Uh, all right. So let's get into. There's you know more fallout, obviously, from the overturning of uh, Roe v. Wade, um, which we talked about yesterday. We talked about all of the you know the scene on the ground, both outside of outside of the Supreme Court, um, and also you know here in Dallas, women twerking for abortions, which. Now, I still have yet for anyone to, to tell me, uh, any of those feminists out there, to tell me what that actually does other than disrespects their own bodies and uh, themselves. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just an old fuddy-duddy. I don't know. But um, the federal government, obviously, trying to fight back, trying to figure out what way they can, you know, they can make sure that this doesn't happen, that women aren't inconvenienced by crossing state lines in order to kill their own children. They've talked about the potential of, um, you know, uh, offering it on federal lands across the country. And now, of course, Joe Biden's HHS secretary was asked yesterday what he is doing to protect women in response to this Dobbs decision. And uh, Becerra told this reporter who was with NBC that, um, look, HHS is looking at transporting women across state lines in order to get abortions. Let's watch this very weird exchange. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood. So we are uh, restoring funding for Title X uh, family planning services. We are working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Uh, we are looking into everything, including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't typically do. Can you do that legally? Uh, talk to me later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a big question, right? <laughs> I, I always tell my team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do mild. And so we're going to be aggressive what? and go all the way. And I, I would tell you if uh, you're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh, <laughs> this is all on the record, Mr. Secretary. We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. <laughs> it's so funny when they talk about abusing their power. <laughs> it's so funny that he talks about wanting to do something so sinister that he can't talk about it while he's being recorded. <laughs> oh, man, isn't abuse of power funny, Eric? Yeah, this whole thing, and I didn't get a chance to really talk about it because I wasn't, uh, I was supposed to be, but, you know, just so busy. Uh, I didn't get around to being here on, on Monday like I usually am. But this whole thing has been very interesting, mainly because it's, 
of how they kind of word the conversation, mm -hmm. right? So the conversation, they act as if, well, we are dealing with uh, uh, the state because they're too stupid to realize what this case actually means. They're like, we're dealing with governments basically regulating women's bodies. When you, effectively, it's the complete opposite of what happened here. It's the literal complete opposite where yes. the federal government in this case, or rather through the Supreme Court, they're saying, we're not going to regulate. We're leaving all that up right. to the states. Power right. to the people. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a form of decentralization. Those of you that know yes. me know this is a big yes. big thing that I'm an advocate uh, of, is getting that power as close as we can, certainly, to the individuals. Instead of having uh, this bloated federal government be making decisions on behalf of 300-something million pe people, uh, areas that have so many different, demogra different demographics, different cultures, and what have you. So it doesn't surprise me, however, that they were going to immediately move towards the federal government still uh, to try to figure out what ways that they could make this still happen uh, to the, I guess, the similar degree of what it was happening before. I guess people are going to terminate uh, their children, which is a weird thing to talk about. But that's that's what it is. Um, and that's their position that they're going to certainly take. So with this. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to I figured that was going to happen. You have to understand this is why I say this is a cultural problem, not necessarily something that's going to be fixed by the uh, the government per se, because it's the same type of people. You think about it, the same type of people that are advocating that are pro-abortion, I'm not going to call them pro-choice, pro-abortion, pro are generally the same people that want state-funded health care. So for them, they want the state to fund their abortions on demand Correct. and what have you. Same people that are part of like the positivity, body positivity movement and all of that stuff, they'd much rather rather the state being being able to subsidize people and their consequences. So they they're hedonists. This is why I call them liberty is more libertinism, uh, because what they want is to be the they want the freedom to act. But don't they also want freedom away rather from their consequences with Correct. actual freedom. You have to, of course, take that sort of responsibility. So they want to be subsidized for their irresponsibility. And they're certainly going to attempt to use the federal government to do that. Look, what we learn here, and Friday a giant fell, if we can put this in biblical terms. And remember, when David picked up five stones, I don't know if you know this, he went to go kill Goliath, but Goliath had four brothers. He intended to kill the whole family. There's some more giants to fall here. He didn't intend to miss. A giant fell Friday. A curse was lifted off Dallas, Texas, because it started in Dallas, Texas. This is so significant. 49 years of prayer. Biblically, year 49 is a year of jubilee. If it wasn't 50, there's so much significance here spiritually. But here's something that was blown wide open. And you, you tweeted on this so accurately that it is decentralization. Here's what happened. We saw through Roe v. Wade here that... The tail can only wag the dog in this country if the federal government oversteps into the Constitution. Because the second you throw it back to the states, their fear is, well, oh, dear God, the people are not going to agree with us and they may vote for life in our state and we can't control them. The only way you can control the people of the United States is if the government grows yeah. to exorbitant proportions, if they overstep, and this time they said, it's not up to us. According to the Constitution of the United States, which didn't happen in, in, in 1973, we're going to throw it back to the states. And now they're squirming because they go, oh, the same people of Texas are going to vote pro-life. We're not going to have the freedom to twerk our way into a, a pregnancy. Yeah. Right? right? They haven't quite connected. That's how they get pregnant when they start twerking in freaking public. And <laughs> like maybe put their, that's the put problem. Put their booties in the air, maybe right? Maybe that is the problem. Right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but this is what's happening here now. Let mm. us learn a lesson for the rest of all of government through Roe v. Wade here that what you need is abide by the Constitution and the tail will stop wagging the dog. 
executive orders from the White House or the Supreme Court acting outside of their parameters. This time they said, no, back to the American people, thank you, because if a state is going to rule on it, it means the people are going to vote. And now if you don't do in the state what I want, we don't vote you in. Now we can actually change stuff again, right? And that's what they're afraid of, Eric. You know, it's interesting because uh, you've seen the outcry um, from the left, the tolerant left, who's now calling Clarence Thomas the N-word and, you know, Uncle Tom and all of these disgusting, horrible things because in his uh, concurring opinion, he said that, that the Supreme Court should reconsider uh, cases like con the right contraception, same-sex mm -hmm. marriage, mm -hmm. uh, and, and things like that. And it's like, I, I don't know how you reason with these people who can't critically think enough to know he's not saying it shouldn't be allowed to happen. He's just saying that right should not come from the federal government, right. right? And so you have these people who I guess don't understand what the Supreme Court is even there for. They think apparently the Supreme Court is there to give them the right. Nor do they know the constitution. No, and I'm like, how do you reason with someone who actually thinks yeah. that the government is the one who gives well, you rights, who is, grants you these rights? This is why decentralization is so Great. important yes. because those retards I, that you just mentioned, yes. I do not want to be sharing a government I know. Uh, yes. with them. And this is why I constantly say that and people that follow me, they're like, this is not something that I just say just to be saying it. No, like, you think about these people. And to your point, if you actually discuss with the, it's, it's like, it's even worse than arguing with a brick wall. You know what I mean? You can't, like, there's nothing there. Like, at least a brick wall, you know, the acoustics is kind of bouncing. You can't, like, whatever is happening It's a black there, hole. It is, it's exactly it's what it is. It's a black hole. It's a black hole. He wants to take it away. It's like, he, no, he's just saying it's not in the Constitution. It, it, it's like these guys are too stupid, just like the people who effectively thought that this meant that abortion was going to be banned, like the Supreme right. Court ruled on it being yeah. banned. It's like, no, that's not, that's not yeah. actually what had happened. Unfortunately, these people get to vote. Yeah. And, and you think about it from a perspective like I do from Liberty. I'm not going to say that these areas, there won't be contained areas where maybe in comparison to the other folk, one may be more, let's say, libertarian or more uh, liberty minded than the other. But that's the point. I would much rather that be contained to that area, to California. I made this point. If you demons want to go out of there, and y'all already ran that place into the ground. That's right. If y'all demons want to contain yourselves out there, That's right. go do that. But the problem with the federal government, and as it exists as it does, is that it rules over the entire geographical exactly. area. And we're so different. And you travel a lot, Yaku, just like, just like I have. You know that you can be in one place in the country. And then be in another place in the country, and it feels like you're in a different yeah. realm. Yeah. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a di you're in a different yeah. country Absolutely. because the culture is just so so different. Yeah. Why on earth do do those areas share a government effectively? Where you can uh, the, the 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 part that's scary is that well, those guys end up getting power, and then of course they use that massive uh, government to inflict whatever nonsensical rules that they want. The point is, and this is why I said this was a victory for decentralization. Yes. Because the point is, is that we want to contain that power to yes. those geographical areas. It's much easier for you, even if you are in California, to combat the government of California as opposed to the federal government uh, mm. of the United States. And it's also more easier for you to be mobile in the event that you decide, well, maybe that's not a place that I certainly right. want to be. So it works out even for the leftists. If they actually thought about it, it worked out for them. But really what they want is to rule over all of us. They right. don't want to keep it contained right. no, to no. where they're at. The sick want everybody to be. 
sick. Yes. Right? Misery loves company, yeah. as the old Absolutely. saying goes. Absolutely. <laughs> and Eric, for the, for the Second Amendment defenders out there that are pro-abortion, think again. Roe v. Wade just showed you how to defend the Second Amendment. You throw it back to the states. Roe v. Wade just showed you the importance of the Constitution, where you want a Supreme Court, where their sole job is to defend the Constitution of the United States. And here they said, we did not in 1973. Now on other cases, this will be precedent for decentralization. Mm -hmm. This is a massive victory mm -hmm. for the United States of America that are individually governed as 50 states. Yeah. And so it should be. So if you want to be sicko and kill people and you want to do it in California, you vote that way. And, and then you go to hell. You can go to hell too. <laughs> you can choose to go to hell also and then go. But you're not taking us with you. Yes, exactly. Okay? exactly. Some, would argue that, I like that. some would argue that California is actually already Already hell. It's, it's, hell just, it's, just the, it's just the same place you're talking it's about. Hell um, I want to. I want to go through really quickly. I, I know we got to go in a second, but I want to go through really quickly. Uh, Insider, the outlet Insider, uh, talked to members of Gen Z. So these are people born after 1996, and uh, they said they are terrified of a post row world. We have Madeline who says the possibility of Roe being overturned has has deterred her from casual sex. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Fantastic. Oh, it works. No. Fantastic. Oh, no. Stop making a what point you think do? it is. This is amazing. Stop twerking. Oh, no. She said in hookup culture, if you're just hooking up, you don't just bring that stuff right away normally. Uh, you don't bring that stuff up right away normally, but when it comes to if you're actually going to sleep with someone, I think at this point that definitely needs to be addressed. No. Yes. Wow. You're right, Madeline. I'm together. so glad we could agree on <laughs> oh that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. Ad Adeline, a high school student from Texas, told Insider she is genuinely terrified. She said, surprisingly enough, I've actually had dreams where I'm pregnant and I can't find a way to take care of myself. Well, you could stop having sex. <laughs> That's Just an option. Learn from your friend above. <laughs> Adeline and Madeline. Learn yeah. From Adeline and Madeline. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Catherine. Let's go to Catherine. Catherine, a 19-year-old college student, has reevaluated the consequences of casual sex that have suddenly become very real. Due to the way hormon hormonal birth control affects her mental and physical health, Catherine does not use it. She said, as much as I want to have fun in my 20s, what happens to me when the fun stops? What happens to me when I might be in need of an abortion and can't access <laughs> that you could just consider closing your damn legs. <laughs> It's so crazy Tell how, her, how they operate from the de that default. This is why I say it's a failure bro. of culture, like on, on different ends, that we have a bunch of, of of women that unfortunately think that that way. Like they they don't put two and two together. Like, dude, right. you don't have to sleep with everything right. that moves. You, right. you understand that. Yeah. Like, you don't have, that's not a requirement. No, every, to have fun. Not like that. Today, today, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't cuss, but I got to say this. <laughs> I, I can I I don't know. Uh -oh. Sorry, Swear but, but, but behaving like a slut today is a form of getting attention yeah. and and love. That's not love. You're cheapening yourself to being an object, and the guys laugh at you. They make fun of you. They joke around yeah. about you. Maybe the Supreme Court just helped you walk in a little bit more of a moral way here, where you get some dignity back. Yeah, no more twerking. I, I got to get to this one last one, and then we're going to go to break here. This is Ken Olin, who is an actor and a director. 
director, he said, uh, in states where abortion is illegal, the father should be financially on the hook at the moment of conception. Already okay, a thing. your terms are acceptable. Thanks. I'm glad we could agree on that. <laughs> uh, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Nusu. <laughs> if you are, uh, you're trying to lose some weight. I know I've been there. I lost 100 pounds, uh, you know, all, all by my big girl self. And uh, I learned the hard way. So many companies promise a magic pill uh, that's going to help. But when you look it up, it's got a bunch of weird ingredients and it seems more harmful than beneficial. You got to try Nusu Labs. I was really blown away when I saw how they are reimagining health and wellness. They've got all their products formulated by a pharmacist, but they also set up guidelines to set your goals and stick to them. They've got uh, Nusu's weight control. It's an antioxidant rich formula using the body's own levels of energy production to help your body burn more. You're not going to feel jittery or anything like that uh, or calorie counting or diet restrictions. With every purchase, you also receive a digital journal to help you track your progress and reach your goals. Try Nusu weight control for yourself this summer. Be comfortable in your own skin. You can head over to nusulabs.com y. Use code Y20. That's W-H-Y-20 for 20% off your purchase. That is N-U-S-U-L-A-B-S dot com slash Y. As of just this morning, the Mexican consulate is saying that 50 immigrants are now dead from being left in the back of a semi-truck discovered in uh, in San Antonio. So first it, it was what? First they said 40. They discovered this truck and it was like, there's 40, but there are a bunch that are in critical condition. They're going to the hospital. And then the death toll kept uh, ticking upward. This is, of course, uh, illegal immigrants. There were, let's see, 22 from Mexico, we know, seven from Guatemala, two from Honduras, and they are, of course, still working to identify the other bodies. Um, and uh, according to the Texas Tribune, some of the deceased were found in the blocks surrounding the trucks as if they were trying to jump out of the vehicle, uh, and that many of the victims appear to have been sprinkled with steak seasoning in what seems to be an attempt to cover the smell of the people during transport. So um, obviously, like, human trafficking mm -hmm. uh, situation, and um, which we know we talk about on this program all the time, yep. is at all-time record highs. All, all of the smugglers, all of the human traffickers making tons of money. They love Joe Biden. Yes. Making tons of money uh, off of the fact that we basically have an open border policy, just a little shh okay, we're not going to do anything when you come across the border and totally taking advantage of that. And now you see this happening as a direct result of this border policy that Joe Biden has decided to enact. Yaku, I know this is what you do. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go to you and get your thoughts first. Yeah, let's just go straight for the gusto. The best friend of every human trafficker in the world is Joe Biden, mm -hmm. number one. Kamala Harris, number two. We do not have a border. Come with me, come stand on the border. 1,941 miles of Texas border to Mexico. 80% of that border is private land. They're flooding across private land. Of course, San Antonio, because that's destination number one. And you'll see crickets from the White House on this. They'll tell you they're not complicit. Nothing we did here because the border is shut. There is no border, America. They're flooding across and the cartels are having a field day. They're smuggling humans, children, fentanyl. This is the greatest time to be a trafficker and a cartel member in, in American history. Mm -hmm. And this ad administration is 100% responsible. So I, you mentioned that the White House is like, no, it's no, the border's closed, duh. Uh, let's listen, we actually have that clip. This, this is the wonderful, the brilliant, the lovely Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, earlier today, watch. 
uh, we're focused on them, on the facts, uh, on and holding the human strugglers who endangered uh, vulnerable individual uh, individuals for profits accountable. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're and we're focused on continuing our historic actions to disrupt dangerous smuggling networks, including through new uh, anti-smuggling campaign that just in the first two months uh, resulted in over 1,800 arrests. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, the border is closed. Mm. Uh, okay. In fact, not mm -hmm. liar, mm -hmm. liar, uh, affirmative action worker, yeah. liar. I mean, it's, and it's not just, it's, you don't even have to take Yaku's word for it. It's, we're seeing yeah. uh, our friend Jorge Ventura, uh, our friend Savannah Hernandez, mm -hmm. where like they're going to the border and showing you on camera as they video all of these people just walking right across. Well, this is the part of the immigration discussion that is almost, I want to say never had, um, because it's, it's always seen as like this black and white kind of thing among so many folks. You have folks that, aren't really knowledgeable on what goes down there, um, what, what that process sort of looks like. And they look at it like, oh, it's kumbaya. People just, um, you know, coming over uh, with their families that want to live a better life. And the ugly part, they, they don't consider because they're, you know, maybe they haven't been exposed to it or rather they want to ignore it. But th the reality of it is, is that the approach to immigration as it is or as it stands just because of the culture of how you mentioned the cartel in Mexico and, and how it is um, in, in relation to it and the, and the market that that is sort of built up in it, it 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 incentivizes a lot of bad behavior yeah. and the people that you claim to want to go bat for are often the guys that are put in the most danger where there are people that are uh, young folk, people that actually are trying to better their lives or let's say are desperate and are just going to do whatever, who end up getting taken advantage of by various folks who basically take their money, say, get in the back of this, we'll get you over uh, and what have you. And next thing you know, you have a bunch of people dead in the back of a, of a semi truck that t that, you know, yeah, some of those could have been just people that thought this was their this was their opportunity to better their lives. And they were taken advantage of by criminals. And this is exactly what it is that you got. So there are those that talk as if human trafficking, number one, isn't a thing. Like it's not it's, it's not even a thing that exists. Some people talk like it's not a thing. Mm -hmm. And now just having been lived in South, South Texas and, and, and been there, you know, and seeing some of that stuff and hearing those stories with even the people that especially live in those areas, people that are not even, you know, their generations removed from from that. And they are like being immigrants and they've been there for a long time and they see the the, the change in, in the mm -hmm. culture and how it existed. Not even necessarily something that's just contained to this last decade. It's a real thing that unfortunately almost never gets talked about because the people that are such advocates for, let's say they think immigration, they think they have their, their their idea, it's pretty, it's in a bowl, and that's just simply not mm. the case. And if you're going to have an honest discussion about this, you have to consider everything. Correct. You can't ignore it, even if it's uncomfortable. Yes. Even if it's uh, you, even if you are as pro-immigration as you possibly want to be, you can't dis you can't just simply ignore that part of it. Yeah. There's a story like this, and this is one of the more egregious because it's a, it's a big pile of people that are dead. The stories like this, and you know better than anybody, it happened every day. Every day. And we're talking children. Here, four children, not dead yet, but in critical condition, Eric. But I just want to paint a picture for people that's very real. 
Dallas, Texas, we're not a sanctuary state, but Dallas, Texas, when this border was opened, was de designation city number one. We housed 4,000 boys in our convention center that became a federal facility. You covered it on the show. 4,000 girls. Do you know that there's two schools in Dallas proper, Dallas County right now, two schools that, that, that represents 35 languages in one school? I want people to understand what that means. Nobody's getting taught. It's a concentration camp. We, I, I met with some of our armed forces, special forces yesterday. And they're saying, Yako, our intel is showing us that every terror cell around the world has crossed the border in the last 12 months. We have able-bodied military-aged men flooding into this country. Yes, they're using children as tokens and they're raping children and rape trees, but there's other nefarious things happening. Maybe remember 9-11 that we trained those dudes that flew those airplanes. They are infiltrating our country. And now, J.B. Pritzker, the governor of, of Illinois, that's a sanctuary state. They're flooding to Illinois. Chicago is being overrun by these military-aged men. So is Indiana that has no sex trafficking laws. We are building a class of citizen in this country that is anti-American, that did not come to just further their lives or their families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and I know we got to take a quick break, but I do also want to point out that uh, they're everyone, the, all of the 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 people who watch the situation on the border, specifically the fentanyl, uh, which oh, I know is, okay, so it's not just gonna be fentanyl now. They're also saying that uh, because of just last year, I believe the Mexican uh, Supreme Court decriminalized abortions and they made abortion pills like just readily available. So now we're gonna have fentanyl and then abortion pills, so. Flooding the border. Yes. Uh, yes. And now you're going to have girls because of China, yes, CCP, that are going to take a counterfeit abortion pill that came across the border, right. laced with fentanyl, and they're going to die mm -hmm. wanting to twerk, get pregnant, and then die from fentanyl taking a counterfeit abortion pill. That will happen in this country. With, with no doctor that's yeah. like, you know, advising on anything. Thank because, you, Joe Biden. Right, because they want to, as Eric pointed out, uh, have the freedom to make decisions but not live with the, the consequences of those decisions. All right, we've got more to come. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you live in pain, maybe it's neck pain or back pain, uh, maybe you've got like knee problems, arthritis, whatever the case may be, uh, it can really, really ruin your life. I really would say like it gets, you're in a bad mood, you're arguing with your spouse all the time because you just hurt. You don't feel good. You got to try Omega XL. Uh, there's a science behind it. Okay. Um, you, when you're young, your body produces these SPMs there. They help your body fight inflammation. But as you age, you don't produce enough. So then you can uh, just be in a ton of pain all the time. Omega XL can restore those SPMs. They're going to rejuvenate your joints and muscles, and they're going to decrease the inflammation in your body that uh, oftentimes is the root cause of your pain. You can order a bottle of Omega, Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free over at Omega OmegaXL.com slash news. That's OmegaXL.com slash news. Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison uh, just today for her role in helping, of course, uh, powerful pedophile Jeffrey Epstein uh, abuse young girls. And uh, look, this uh, the prosecutors had asked this district judge, United States District Judge Allison Nathan, to give her between 30 to 55 years in prison, which would effectively be a life sentence because of her age. And uh, the judge said the sentence of 240 months was, quote, sufficient and not greater than necessary for Maxwell, who earlier addressed the court and told her victims, I am sorry for the pain you have experienced. 
I hope my conviction and harsh incarceration brings you closure, which is interesting because that is worded particularly interesting, right? I am sorry for the pain that you experienced, not like I'm sorry for what I did. Right. I'm sure. just sorry that you're sad. Yeah, basically. Sorry you feel this way. Right. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Um, so, look, what I mean, this is, it's been interesting because over the weekend, of course, we talked about this, I think this was yesterday we talked about it, uh, that uh, her attorney had said that she, they put her on suicide watch and she was like, yes, yeah, she's not suicidal. There's, they haven't given her a mental health evaluation. They took away her access to a bunch of different things. This is really weird. Um, and now we see the sentencing has happened. So I guess it'll be interesting um, to see what happens after she goes away. But certainly seems to be a much lighter sentence than you would hope for, um, considering all of the vile, disgusting things that she did. Yeah, this this thing feels like Groundhog Day for me. We were on Jeffrey Epstein 2007 when all the evidence was there. And, of course, he walked with Acosta's help. And here's the deal. Ghislaine Maxwell was not just a madam, what we call a bottom girl. That's a recruiter. She was an actual trafficker herself. She herself sexually exploited children. May I remind the audience that Ghislaine and her father targeted Jeffrey Epstein, who was a nobody, a nobody in Wall Street. They actually taught him the trait of trafficking children and grooming and abusing children. She was a trafficker. In, in the state of Texas, in the majority of the states across America, anti-sex trafficking law says the following. If convicted in the court of law, abusing a child for sex trafficking, you get 30 years in prison. One child. Here's decades of child abuse, decades of grooming, force fraud coercion, and she gets 20 years. You will see. She'll serve four. If she can survive incarceration, mm -hmm. if she doesn't magically just go mm -hmm. poof or disappear, right? Mm -hmm. Four years and she'll walk out on the street, she'll go back to Tel Aviv, Israel, or France, where she has, you know, residency in both those, or America, and my history, these people don't rehabilitate. She'll go traffic again, and she'll go do it again. And then again, what about the names, the hundreds and thousands of names who actually purchased, because now we said she's guilty. Okay, she's guilty, she gets 20 years. Guilty of what? Grooming children to be sold for sex, where are the buyers? If she's guilty of grooming them to be sold, then where are the buyers? Where's the names that was on the Lolita, on, on the airline, who visited? Where's Bill Clinton going into court saying why he was on the Lolita Express? Mm -hmm. All the Hollywood celebrities, not a single one of them, Eric. So on the inside of a court of law. This is a massive failure. The fact that Judge Nathan handled the case in New York, I told you in the beginning, this is a con job yeah. because she wasn't arrested in New York. They brought her to the same jurisdiction where they covered up the Epstein thing. This is, this is a massive failure for justice for the victims and the survivors. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, uh, 20 years. So she'll, if she doesn't get suicided, <laughs> she'll be out of there prior to her like dying in there you know what i mean mm -hmm. unless someone does something to her she will like she'll be old enough or rather young enough to probably still be alive right so put that into context when you consider how long of this this thing will supposedly last but the excuse that they they're going to continue to use and they had been before is like why wow, you don't know much about the trial itself they're trying to protect the victims and i get all that i, I totally understand that but we know there's a ring here right we know that it wasn't just epstein and we know that it just wasn't Maxwell. So 
it and that is the difficult thing for I you know gotta gotta put my ten four hat on to try to figure out okay that doesn't make sense we know that they themselves they couldn't have possibly obviously just done this themselves there are other people that were that are part of this whole ring if that's what you want to call it and none of them have seemingly gone under now of course again the excuse is well you incriminate who knows victims may get undercover I'm like. I feel like that doesn't have to be done in order to bring to justice people that knowingly were participating in this bad, uh, abusive sort of behavior. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's sort of the crime of it all, not just the fact that she'll, she'll be young enough to get up out of the prison despite doing all of that. It's the fact that we know there are people that are criminals that have participated in this one way or another. She's taking the fall on their behalf and, and that's it's a it. light fall. Right. It's, it's not even that far of a fall, uh, no. if anything. And we know that there's probably some high level top dog names that are that that participated in this. I mean, that, of course, are just, well, she's look, going down and they're going to continue to just fade out into the, to the sunset. Let's I guess start that's with what the, yeah, Let's start with the Red Shoe Brigade, uh, Brigade, which Bill Clinton was, you know, accomplice number one. All, all of these people. She's taking a fall like, like Weinstein took a soft fall for Hollywood, mm. you no. know, on the Me Too stuff. Mm. I mean, and all of a sudden it goes away. Um, but no, and she'll say... And that's a good comparison, yeah, by the way, yeah. because you think about that whole Weinstein situation, like... You know, all of them knew that all of this was going. Of so that means more than likely, a lot of them maybe had even been participating in it. And he was the only one that went down. Like this on, is man. how they operate. Come this on, is how man. they do it. Look, this is so soft, and she won't. She have good behavior. This is going to be a Martha Stewart incarceration. <laughs> Easy, light, super. Eat your filet mignon. Here you go. Good behavior, and she walks, and we won't even hear about it. No, it's egregious, Eric. And by the way, the number one witness didn't mind. Her face being mm. plastic. Virginia Roberts Guffrey said, please put me in court. Mm -hmm. Please let me testify against Ghislaine. She was blocked. She was not allowed to give a testimony against Ghislaine Maxwell, the number one witness, right? Alive, willing to come forth, do not want to be hidden and said, come on, let me tell you what this woman did to me personally. Yeah. No, no, you can't testify in court. This thing is a cover up. It's a soft fall. It's America. We found your trafficker, the, the one. One's, one's dead. We found the other one, and you're safe now, just like Weinstein. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have got to uh, take a quick break. First, we want to thank our new sponsor of the program. I'm really excited about this one. This is Beam Dream. Uh, so, look, I, I, Americans don't get enough sleep, and really bad sleep can cause uh, weight gain, mood issues. Uh, it's bad for your mental health, and, of course, it's bad for your productivity. Uh, how about that sleeping less than six to seven hours a night is linked to a reduced white blood cell count? So, yeah. Those things that are like protecting your bodies from getting sick all the time, uh, it, like they can be damaged by not getting enough sleep. Point being, sleep is really important and a better tomorrow starts tonight. That is why there's Beam Dream. It is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products for everything from sleep to recovery. And uh, you can get a special discount today for Beam's sleep product. This is called Dream Powder. It is their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. Um, I've tried it. It's amazing. I use it. it not not only tastes amazing, it also really works, all right? 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. Count me in both of those percentages, all right? If you don't love it, get your money back guaranteed. You can get up to 35% off when you go to shopbeam.com slash news. This is a limited time, so go there. Use code news at the checkout. That is shopbeam.com slash news. Use code news. Thank you. 
The CDC, I know you guys are going to be shocked to hear, not just the viewers, but you two sitting at this table, you're going to be shocked, shocked, hold on to your butts, shocked to hear that the CDC uh, apparently showcased very highly misleading data about the risk of COVID-19 to kids when its expert vaccine advisors voted to, of course, recommend vaccines for children under five years old to our babies. Uh, the agency featured a preprint study ranking causes of death in children when it presented data to its the advisory committee for this. And, uh, of course, after their presentation, the advisory committee voted uh, to recommend. To, ah, this makes me so mad to recommend the vaccine to children six months old through five years of age or through four years that they get vaccinated for COVID-19. So the study claimed to show that COVID-19 was a leading cause of death for children in the United States during the pandemic. But of course, it was quickly pointed out that there were major flaws in the data, which rendered it completely misleading. As I, again, I'm sure you guys, you're, are you shocked? <laughs> Does that, is this your shock face? Sarah, here's, here's what I say. Oh, the day man. there's a headline that says, CDC told the truth, that will be headline. Right, right, okay. right. So it, so it ranks COVID-19 as a top six cause of death for age brackets from zero to 19, uh, including under one year old, one to four, one to four years old, five to nine years old, these different categories. But uh, it, it was very misleading in the sense that it ranks cumulative COVID-19 deaths alongside annual rates for other causes of death. So in the one to four age group, the paper ranks cumulative COVID-19 deaths as the fifth leading cause of death ahead of heart disease and influenza. But then further down in the list, it lists COVID as like eighth. Um, and then the cumulative COVID-19 death rate is more than double the annualized death rate for every single age group, um, and then the conflation of the deaths were, you know, caused by COVID-19 rather than uh, COVID-19, just like maybe they had it when they died. But we, but look, you can't plan for these things. It was a pandemic. It was very, very serious. It's just that it's, you know, uh, over two years later and Dr. Burks is answering questions from Jim Jordan on whether or not the uh, the advisory committee for uh, recommending all of these things during the COVID pandemic when it first happened and the, and the vaccine came out. He asks her, um, so did they know that the vaccine would not prevent you from getting the actual virus before? Or were they like, were they lying or were they confused or what's the deal? And she just said, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's such a good answer. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Really. So we shut down our businesses and we did all these things. And we all along the way, you guys were giving us the expert advice. And at the end of the day, it really is summed up. I just they didn't know. Like, even with the whole youngsters being jabbed, like, that's something that's relatively new to, or rel relatively unique, excuse me, when you consider all these other nations to, to America. Yeah. So even with that stuff, I mean, even with the certain types of, uh, was it Moderna, you know, certain uh, uh, ones, uh, certain pr countries, you know, you couldn't take it if you were uh, under, because it was the other heart issues and other that they were that's finding true. with that. So the fact that these criminals, let's just call them what they are, mm -hmm. sat up here and voted with faulty data uh, doesn't surprise me because it seems like they were, because you think about it, Tiff will have, all right, we got to put it on again, Nick, for this segment as well. You knew that the data showed, nonetheless, that the youngsters were the least likely to get severely ill and to die. We knew that right from the gate. Mm -hmm. So why on earth was there this massive push 
to try to get them jabbed unless to me there was some sort of financial incentive mm -hmm. uh, for sure. them mm -hmm. to do so. So this is why we have to look at who's on the board. We have to look at their connections. We have to we have to do that yes. because it never made sense in the first place. Like even people from my that are my age, it didn't make sense to get it, let alone people that were far, far younger than me. It made no sense. But there was this coordinated effort to not just like it was weird. It wasn't just to get them jabbed like they were like pushing for this, like putting schools on the line and all this other random stuff. It's like, wait a minute, why y'all trying to, for, for the least likely to be, uh, that needs this jab, why are you trying to put, something else gotta be up. Well, uh, let me just tell you, um, I, I, I also, before I before I answer your question, at least in my opinion, I do want to just just for perspective when we're talking about uh, annualized death rates. So this data that they cited uh, claimed that there had been 1,433 pediatric COVID-19 deaths through April 30th. Now, the CDC's own data actually only says uh, 1,088 pediatric deaths, which is almost 25 percent lower just in itself. Uh, and then when the data is annualized and only includes deaths where the virus was the underlying cause, COVID-19 does not even rank as a leading cause of death for young children at all. Here's the thing, Eric. Um, when you have a, a vaccine that is included in a childhood immunization schedule that the CDC recommends, all sure. of the childhood vaccines now get the same liability protection that you get under the EUA. Mm. So now, if it is a childhood vaccine, uh, they are still shielded from being sued Correct. if their vaccine maims or kills or permanently disables or anyone, anything happens to them, they now cannot be sued and they have protection if it is a childhood vaccine. Correct. Maybe it's just nefarious. a coincidence. I don't Maybe. know. Oh, Sarah, how, how gracious of you to extend them that courtesy. <laughs> there's only two. I'm just trying not to get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> Look, I'm not extending them anything. Uh -huh. <laughs> there's only two. No, you're not. But there's only two million as if it's a small number of children under the age of five. It's a massive class. And, and also, you know, whatever you do to the child, you get the parent. That's, that's Walt Disney's model. Yeah. In, in extension of the, the protection against litigation that they get, mm -hmm. like you just said. No, it's so nefarious, Eric. And, and they knew they were going to do that from the get-go, yeah. from day one. But how funny is it? You made a statement. How funny it is that, is it that this country became so COVID stupid, right? Mm -hmm. That somehow... We leapfrogged oh, nations like France yeah. for being for being so liberal, and the Netherlands. All of a sudden, we're the most like the most liberal mindset people yeah. on earth. Yeah, you know, we just like. I have people from Europe calling me going, what are you what are guys doing? Yeah, all these other countries yeah. are like, no, we're You're never going to give our kids this vaccine. <laughs> yeah. What I the mean, hell are you doing in the United it's States? It's like banned. Like, they literally like, you yes. can't. Like, even if you wanted to, Absolutely. it's not even an option over there. <laughs> no. like, like, from so, nations who we consider yeah, to be like crazy. They, right. Uber leftists, the, right. like, if anybody would be lining up to jab their children, you'd think it would be them. But even they were like, no, 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 don't. Like, uh-uh, <laughs> you cannot jab these youngsters because we're seeing these issues. But yeah. we're like, no, 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 we're not only going to do it. We're going to push for you to do it. We don't even care what the data is. Because we data? are the medically <laughs> most litigious nation yes. on earth. What yep. data? To Sarah's point. Yep. Yep. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. I mean, obviously the public-private partnership that they have with the federal government. We got about a minute and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Let's just hang. I just want you to show people your nails. 
Uh, they're ridiculous. No, <laughs> that means fun, Sarah. The, yeah. Nobody on Fox News will bring you this much fun <laughs> and this much truth at the same time. Come it's on. It's so funny because I always wonder. I'm like, I bet the execs here hate it that I do my nails like this, but no one tells me not to, and I'm going to keep doing it, dang it, because it's how I get my personality out. Uh, I, You know, I was like, well, Sarah, you can't wear a tutu uh, to the show. And I'm like, fine, but I'm going to do my nails however I want, and you can't stop me. Uh, just and, kidding. And blingy, and blingy boots. And blingy boots, which they can never see. No, they can't. Because well, it's you know, shaded, which yeah. I'm glad it's shaded You've got now the because I'm wearing sandals. Shoes. <laughs> it's good to be with you, brother. Absolutely, man. Yeah, um, by the way, so if anyone has any suggestions, I tweeted this out earlier and I got a bunch of comments, but um, the, the puppy that we adopted like nine months ago and we were like, yay, giant puppy we're going to save. It's going to cost us $4,000 for a patella luxation surgery. Jeez. So if anyone knows uh, if there's like a, another option, I would love to hear it because in Joe Biden's America, no one wants to spend $4,000 on a dog. I will, but I don't want to. Yeah. All right. So hit me up. Let me know if you have any suggestions. Guys, thank you. Thank and you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. There you go. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.